The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey, everyone. From LinkedIn News, this is In the Arena, a podcast exploring human potential. I'm Leah Smart, and every week you'll find me right here in conversation with bright minds and brave hearts, learning how we can improve our lives and our world by transforming ourselves. So if you've been picking up on the flavor of what we've been putting down this month, we're really in a space of learning how to get through tough times by reorienting our thought processes to that of preparing and accepting the literal and metaphorical seasons in our lives. Now, before my own sort of personal, emotional, and spiritual growth spurt, I wanted to bypass tough seasons. And I still do want to sometimes, if I'm being honest. Um, And then when they were over, prior to my growth spurt, I'd pretend they didn't happen. But the only way that I found peace is to stay, allow, surrender, and then look back and connect the dots. In other words, we stay with the tough stuff, and then we make meaning out of it. And so many of us do not take the time to reflect and to really make meaning out of our experiences, which gives us a totally different sense of our narrative. Today, we're going to reflect on impactful events in the past and begin to lay the foundation for forward motion so that you can move into the new year having begun this process of making meaning. I think we've all got a lot of loose ends. And while some may never get tied up in a bow, we often don't end up having the tools to tie any up at all. So why do we make meaning? Well, because we kind of have to. Meaning is not about perfect understanding, turning over every single rock and looking under every crevice. I'm laughing because I definitely do this. And it's also not about making perfect amends in relationships that have faltered or fallen off course. It's really about integrating your experience so you can move forward with a sense of inner peace and hope. And in my understanding of recent research, it's also not linear. In truth, very little is, except for the structures that we have created in our societies. In real life, we are often taken by surprise and totally unprepared for the forward and backward motion of anything hard and unprepared for the forward and backward motion of making meaning. So what we're going to do today is walk through an exercise that will give you some linearity for familiarity's sake so that you can feel grounded and then get us into reflection. And then we're going to set the foundation for making meaning. This exercise is called the lifeline. And here's the deal. Making meaning... And this positive psychology theory I love called post-traumatic growth are very connected. This theory explains that there's a kind of transformation that's positive that follows trauma. And it was developed by two psychologists, Richard Tedeschi and Lawrence Calhoun, back in the 1990s. And what it says is that people who endure psychological struggle following adversity can often see positive growth afterwards. Now, in doing this research, they also plotted out this post-traumatic growth inventory list, as in what happens because of post-traumatic growth. And I'm going to share it with you so you understand why you would want to go on this path. The first is that people have an appreciation for life in post-traumatic growth. The second is they have better relationships with others. The third is they feel new possibilities in life. The fourth is they have a renewed sense of personal strength. And the fifth is that they feel some sort of spiritual shift or change. And just a quick note, 
I want to invite you to understand that uh, you could have been traumatized in your life at some point by something that doesn't feel as major as being part of like a crazy natural disaster or going to war, which are often the traumatizing experiences we hear about. You can still be traumatized by things that happen in your life that cause a really high emotional response. So I say that to say you could have some trauma right now, and that's okay. And we're going to work with it. So don't downplay stuff that's been hard in your life. All right, let's get started. I want you to grab a pen and a paper, or you can do this on your phone in the notes section. And I want you to start by just beginning with January of 2022. Like, listen, you could pick any point in time you want to begin your reflection. But just for today's exercise, let's start with the beginning of the year. And I want you to envision and write down what moments were most memorable for you this year. And as you write those down, I want you to note what their impact at the time was. So was it positive? Was it neutral or negative? And then here's what I want you to do. So you have your list of the moments of where they fall. And I want you to draw a graph with an X and Y axis. The Y is the one that goes vertically, in case you didn't remember. I didn't either. Uh, On the left-hand side of the Y axis, I want you to write impact. And on the X axis, which is that horizontal line, so below it, just draw or plot out the months of this year. And in the middle of the Y axis, I want you to draw a dashed line all the way across. So you should now have a dashed line in the middle of the graph. And now that it's divided under the impact section on the left side, so that y-axis, write neutral where the dash meets the y-axis, write negative under the dash line, and write positive above. Then I want you to simply start plotting the points that are memorable based on the months of the year with a dot and a note underneath whatever the event was. I'd aim for no more than, you know, seven in a year. Maybe it's five. And when you're done plotting each one, connect those dots. Now I'm going to share a couple of mine um, this year. Uh, In my negative category, I started the year actually in some really big grief and experiencing a lot of anxiety. Um, On the positive spectrum, I started in a new role, this one, where I am getting to share this work with you as a full-time job. Um, And my neutral was actually that I was figuring out how to use social media. I'm not super active, so I had to figure out how to do that. I call it neutral. (laughs) Um, There was a little bit of stress, but generally neutral. All right, so you and I have made our lists. We've plotted our points. First, let's just celebrate the positives and even the neutrals with some gratitude. Um, I am happy for you. I'm happy for me. Bless us all. But now let's take a minute to look at the negatives because it's by reflecting on those low points that we actually create space for growth. So here's what I want you to do. There are a number of things that allow you to experience growth after trauma. And I'm going to give you some questions right now that you can answer that will help you move in that post-traumatic growth direction. Now, remember, you're not going to get all this done in this 20-minute episode, so let yourself do this on your own time, but focus on the intention and what you can do right now. All right, here we go. When you think about the low points, which events caused you to rethink your beliefs about your world or the broader world? What were your feelings in those events? 
Um, I love the How We Feel app. It's free to download, and it helps you understand and get clear on your emotions and your feelings. Have you told anybody that you trust about what you've experienced? And if you haven't, who could you tell? If right now you're feeling like, okay, I can't tell anyone, why not write it down somewhere private and confidential that you can just get it out of your head and onto paper? There's a big pause that can happen here at this question, which is, are there any feelings that are seriously unresolved where I could use some help in their resolution? So sometimes we take it as far as we can and we need help to go further. And that's totally okay. This is where I might invite you talk to a counselor, a therapist, someone that you trust in an institution that can be supportive of you. And it's okay for this one to take some time. Now, for those feelings that feel a little more resolved in your negative points or a little less triggering, I want you to get curious about trying on a new and authentic narrative here. So when we're in the midst of really hard stuff, we often tell the story over and over again to ourselves and other people about what's happening or what's happened, right? We're trying to process. And so for those that are feeling a little less intense <laughs> or feeling more processed, I want you to think about what it would look like to accept what has happened and make a story that works in favor of your peace so that you can move forward. This one takes time. This is about writing a new narrative. You're going to try on a lot of stories. Some are going to work. Some aren't. So be patient with yourself. And finally, how can you be of service to someone or someones who are in similar circumstances but are unresolved, right? They're still in process. Maybe it's a note to someone. Maybe it's donating to a cause, giving your time, writing a piece, recording a TikTok. Whatever it is, find some way that you can give back and be of service. For me, for example, it's this podcast. It truly has been and continues to become that because it allows me to share what I'm experiencing, to be open about the things that are still unresolved, to talk about the things that feel a bit more resolved, and to share what I'm learning in the process. This show means the world to me, and it makes all of these experiences that I go through and that we all go through worth it. I know for you, there will be something, no matter the scale or the magnitude, that will deliver that same feeling of contributing to something bigger than you, of sharing what you've experienced and what you've learned with people who can benefit from it. Okay, love that you've joined me on this Lifeline ride and know that you can do this anytime. You can do it over and over again to reflect, to identify patterns and to find those low points that you can reframe as opportunities for growth. If this episode resonated with you, tell someone you love and tell them how and why. Maybe it'll resonate with them too. And you can, of course, help other people like you find our show by leaving us a rating before you go. Even better, write a one-sentence review telling me something you've learned from In the Arena this year. And as always, you can find me on LinkedIn writing about human potential and meaningful living. In the Arena is a production of LinkedIn News. The show is produced by the lovely Michelle O'Brien. Joe DeGiorgi mixed our show. Dave Pond is head of news production. Courtney Coop is head of original programming for LinkedIn. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn. And I'm Leah Smart. Finally, thank you so much for coming on the journey with me in 2022. Your support, your notes, your sharing tell me how much this work is needed. And as I said, it keeps me going. I am so, so grateful for you. And I will see you all next year.